What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Moose Milk Podcast. This is episode 76. 76? I actually hope it's 76. I didn't check, so if it's not 76, I lied, but yeah, 76. Uh, I'm your host, Ryan, waiting for Matt to join us. He's quick on the joining right now. He's already in here. Connecticut, by the way. There he is. Look at this guy. Hey, man. What's going on, buddy? <coughs> you know. Why not? In the dream. Hell yeah, buddy. COVID free. I still have uh, like a cough and I still sound sick. And uh, I'm, I'm, still, like, I'm still pretty tired, too. I don't have COVID apparently, but I felt like dumb for the last two days. So, oh, like cold or flu or yeah, it's all like I don't know. I was congested and now I'm not, but I mm-hmm. fucking woke up today with like a really bad headache. So I don't know. I think um, I think the cold is going around right now. So yeah, I'm hoping it's not COVID, but you know. Yeah, I'm still. I, I didn't test today, but I tested on Thursday and I was still positive. So. And that was after a week, so. That being yeah, said, well, I went apparently, and saw Thor anyway. <laughs> but apparently, you're only transmittable for five days. Five so. days, yeah, yeah. So that was day seven for me, so. I deemed it okay. I'm, I mean, at this point, who knows? Who cares anymore? I mean, yeah. Everything's transmittable. Yeah, true. Hello, Frank Strange. Hola, buenos noches. See? <laughs> See? <Speak> Spanish. <laughs> Is that Spanish? I think that's Spanish. Baxter, you know I don't speak Spanish. You know I don't speak Spanish in English, please. You ate an entire wheel of cheese? You can't even be angry. That's just impressive. Yeah, so people that don't know, tonight we're going to talk Thor, Love and Thunder. We both do it now. Lots to talk about there, full of spoilers, so be prepared. But first, we're going to talk also about Miss uh, Marvel season finale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. anything else that we've been watching throughout the week, because I've watched more than any human should. I watched a lot this week, too, for by my standards. You know me. Usually, it's like one or two things. Uh... Frank Strange, I, I I can't I don't I can't decipher that one. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not sure. I got nothing. Frank's I only got English on me, brother. I don't know what it says though. I wish you could translate in the comments too. Yeah, that would sometimes be useful. you get on like Facebook and stuff, but not like yeah. But you're welcome here. I, I just I don't speak Spanish, I'm sorry. Yes, me neither. Um I hardly yeah. speak English. So you dove into <laughs> Going to Stranger Things this week. Yeah, we watched season one, um, and then we've watched two episodes of season two. And I'm not really into season two as much, but season one was pretty good, I guess. Like it was, I don't know, it was okay. I mean, I think I, I think we talked offline, but like, yeah, I feel a like bit. a lot of the, um, you know, the thing that really sells Stranger Things to a lot of people is the nostalgia for the '80s vibe, and I just like. I don't really have a lot of nostalgia for the 80s, even though I was born in the 80s. Like, my nostalgia is all 90s based. So yeah. it's, it's like, a lot of, I think, the charm that people get out of it is that it's is that it, it's lost on me because, like, I just don't really care that much about the 80s stuff. Oh, sure. I saw Frank Strange said, greetings from Mexico. I'm a big fan of your work. Thanks, man. Thank you. Appreciate that. It's oh. very nice. Um, but yeah, so, I apologize uh, for not even speaking Spanish. Just <laughs> imagine. Oh, he said, "Sorry, I'm using Google Translate." Hey, whatever Perfect. works. It worked, so that worked. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Like, it was it was fine. I'm not saying it wasn't good. It was it was good, and like, yeah. I like I like a lot of the characters. I liked the storyline. I thought it was pretty like smart and pretty original, and. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. There were some stuff where I was like, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't remember enough to like argue it. So, but I think it was fine. It was fine. But it's like it's funny because yesterday I was tired. I fell asleep and yeah. I watched episode one. And then tonight, when we came home from Kate's parents, we watched episode two. And like I was pretty tired again, and like I was kind, of, I was having a hard time like hanging on. If I'm being honest, so but hopefully it'll, that too. hopefully it'll start to pick up. Um, I mean, the thing is, is like I didn't have any issues falling asleep. Was falling asleep during season one, so. But well, like I said, I like have... season two is considered the weakest of the four seasons mm-hmm. by fans and and every like I love season two, but I still think it's the weakest season. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like I, I really enjoy the show. My dog is just driving me absolutely. <laughs> He's so hyper. Oh, I've been again, little little fucker. <clears throat> While you're gone, I'm gonna show off what I'm working on. Look at this. I started painting the Professor Xavier hover chair. Man, looks so good when you put some paint on it. That is very cool, dude. Right? That is awesome. Yeah. Added little details on it and stuff. I dig that. Because I'm doing my oh. green jumpsuit Professor Xavier right now, so. I also see that you have two completely empty shelves behind you, so. I actually have. Three. Oh. It's almost the whole side. I, I have to empty that because I got to put that new shelf in to put Sentinel on. Gotcha, gotcha, so gotcha. I need to empty it entirely before I can really. But it sucks because I don't have the room to empty it. Like, I have to put them into totes, but they're, like, everywhere. Like, this whole room is a fucking disaster. Look at this. It's just shit everywhere. Yeah. It's not good. That's Kate's not crying shame. Cry shame. But yeah. Um, no, I, I don't know. Like for me, Stranger Things, I mean, I was five, like maximum five in the 80s. So it's not like it's like actual nostalgia, but like it's right. just. Uh, but it plays off the things that you liked about like 80s film and stuff. Yeah. Like a lot like, of like 80s horror. and 80s horror is huge for me. And. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just like it's a simpler time where it's no there's no cell phones, there's no internet. Um, I really like like that aspect of it. Like I, I'm nostalgic for that time where everybody wasn't so interconnected that you could kind of get lost. And like I think it the it, that's what Stranger Things does a lot is like it, it's hard for them to communicate communicate to each other and things happen and they can't immediately call a friend or find out where they are or. And I don't know, I, I love that vibe, and I think horrors kind of suffered from that in, like... Yeah, totally. There's a lot of the things present that time because from classic tropes because of technology. Right, like, Friday the 13th wouldn't work now because you just dial your parents and, like, yo, yeah. there's a fucking murderer out here, like, pick me up, you know? Yeah. You know, you call the cops, you call whatever, like, yeah, it, it, I don't know, there's creative ways to bring that stuff back, but I think the interconnectivity of the world now makes a lot of horror way harder and yeah i agree um stranger things i think is just really good at making it spooky but it's not like gory in a way mm-hmm. it's it's just got that weird like kind of young teen vibe of horror that's like i don't know almost like a goosebumps book but a little more mature than that um I don't know. I just, I love it. I love the characters. I love the vibe. I love the music. Like, it's all synth and stuff. And I'm yeah. I love that kind of shit. So, I don't know. I, I, I love it. But I understand that it's not for everybody. And yeah, you don't, yeah, yeah. if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, as long as Kate's watching it, if, as long as Kate's on it, I'll watch it. So, even if I don't end up liking season two and she keeps going, I'll, keep, I'll go until she stops, probably. So. Yeah. Unless something yeah. really turns on me and and I end up really getting into it, then I'll keep going. But yeah, yeah. Anything else? Did you watch this week? Yeah, I watched a lot this week. I uh, said that like Yoda for some reason, but mm, you can watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched after last week's show. I watched. Um, I think I told you about it, but there's a Obi Wan Kenobi fan cut, and basically someone cut. Uh, all the Obi-Wan Kenobi episodes into a two and a half hour movie and cut out a bunch of like stuff that wasn't really necessary. Right. Um, it was really good. Like it was really good. Uh, I felt like you said the pacing was kind of weird or something, right? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like it, 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 it ends up doing this. It ends up doing the same suffering from the same thing that the, the long version does. Like it's like in the short version, you are like 
oh, here's Nori, like that Jedi that shows up in looking for Obi-Wan at the beginning. And then it's like two minutes later, he's like, oh, Nori's dead. It's like, okay, here's yeah. the next thing. We're going to do this. Okay, here we go. This. Okay, that's done now. Let's go to the next thing. So it's like everything is just like, hey, here's something new. Okay, it's done now. Here's something new. Okay, it's done now. But sure. it's like in, in the opposite effect, like, yes, it does like help with the pacing and like, you know, like some people are like, oh, it makes Reva's character like less annoying, which like, I don't really know that I feel that because like, I never really found Reva's character annoying. No, like, I found yeah. somebody who was like pretty over passionate about what they wanted to achieve. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, you know, so it's like, I get that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was, it was good. Like I, the thing I liked about it was I, I felt like it was like all the best moments of, of the series kind of condensed and like i wanted to go back and watch it as a whole like after we had gotten through like week by week yeah. like you know i really enjoyed obi-wan kenobi right yeah. but uh yeah this will suffice for now so it was two and a half hours and it was good i can't remember where i got it but if anybody wants to see it i have the link from the website that i watched it on so it was good that's cool man. um I also uh, obviously went and saw Thor, which we'll talk about tonight, and obviously it was Marvel. Uh, last week I said mentioned that I started watching rewatching season one of Community, and now I'm into well into season two, and I finally started cracking down on season fifteen of Always Sunny. So I got about halfway through. I got to uh, the gang replaces D with a monkey is where I left off. I love that episode. So, yeah, it's like, um, you know, it's not as good. I mean, I don't find God. season 15 as good, but I know they were shooting during COVID, so I know that doesn't help either. But um, it's a lot of closed sets in that season yeah. where, like, you can clearly tell that they weren't allowed to do a lot, but I fucking died with that monkey, man. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. So, and I like the whole scene of them, like, buying the roller rink and stuff like that. That's pretty funny, too. See, my problem with that episode, and I mean, obviously, spoilers for Always Sunny, but it's a comedy show, so it doesn't really matter. Um, they, that episode completely, like, counter counterdicts, like, so much other stuff in the show. It's like, we all know that Dee wasn't some super smart, like, nice girl in high school. She was fucking the aluminum monster, and fucking, she was oh, made yeah. horrible with that. See, for like, me, as a casual viewer, like, not a, you know, I've all, I've, you know, I like the show, but, like, I'm not, I don't know the characters that well, because I've only, you know, rewatched some of the seasons a handful of times, right? But, yeah, um, but yeah, I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, that's, that's funny. Yeah, like it completely contradicts almost the entire series. So I just don't understand where that that episode is coming from. But whatever. I mean, it's it's a comedy show. It, 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 for yeah. all we know, they could be on drugs in that episode and just making up their past. Like who knows? The show's right bonkers. So it is weird. Yeah. But yeah, uh, and I think that was it. What was it? Well, I was going to talk about. Uh, Secret Santa really quick. So we got signups for Secret Santa for Legendary Summer Swap or Secret Swap. Uh, they're up till July 31st. If anyone has any questions, it's basically a custom figure swap. So you do have to be a figure customizer. But if anybody out there listening is a figure customizer and would like to try um, joining us for that secret figure swap, just hit me up and I can fill you in. Uh, but signups are up till the 31st of July and yeah there's like 22 people signed up right now so we haven't even good. like started recruiting really we just opened it up and wrote down names of who was in and it feels like it's getting bigger every time you do it i want to hit 50 this year that's what i want last year we had 43 i think it was that's pretty solid yeah yeah it's good so but i want to uh i would like to be able to get to 50 this year but it sucks because there's a lot of good ones that were participated last year that don't have time this year. So well, we are losing some people, but we're going to, yeah, I'm going to go in, into recruitment mode this week sometime, maybe tomorrow and send some messages to some people in the community and just see if we can get those numbers up a bit. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, how did your uh, Wednesday stream go? Uh, Wednesday stream went pretty good. Uh, I went back to customizing for this week and will probably for next week as well, just so I can I have two more projects I have to kind of finish up. Um, but yeah, it was good and I got a lot done. 
So I gotta just I'm gonna actually put the finishing touches on them tonight and put them back together tomorrow and be fucking done with it. So fucking A. What did you watch this week? What did you watch? Oh man, I watched fucking so much shit. So I decided to go back and rewatch uh what we do in the shadows season one and two. Um because nice. season four premiered on Tuesday, so Season one and two is on Disney. Are they doing it weekly? Like the new yeah. season? Yeah. They, they premiered with two episodes, but I think it's one episode a week after that. But right. Um, what we do in the shadows, really funny uh, show. Um, Psycho with Beatties involved and Jermaine Clement from Blood of the Concords. Uh, kind of based off the movie, but does its own thing. Uh, first two seasons are on Disney Plus in Canada, at least. I don't know if it's in the States as well, but really funny show, really dry humor. Um, one of my favorite shows. So nice. I watched the first two seasons of that, and then the season four, two episode premiere. Um, both nice. really good. Um, I also obviously saw Thor and Love and Thunder last week. We'll talk about that. Um, Better Call Saul came back for the last, I think it's the last six episodes of the series. Oh, nice. So, Did it all drop at once? No, it's, it's weekly, but first episode dropped. So it's phenomenal. The show is nice. fucking fantastic. So Anybody that hasn't watched Better Call Saul, like I, huge fan, recommend it highly. It's one of the best shows on television for sure. Thanks. Um, what else? Oh, uh, Resident Evil, the Netflix series. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear good things about that. It's not good. Um, so look, it's not, I'll, good. I'll put, it's not I'll, good. I'll put it this way. I'm a huge Resident Evil fan of the video games. I've played every single video game of the main series. Like, I've been playing them since I was, whatever, 14, yeah, 15 years old on PlayStation. Yeah, like, I'm a big Resident Evil guy. Um, as a fan of the games, the show has a lot of, like, little touchstones and callbacks to the games that, like, I appreciate. Um, it does some cool, like, little things as a fan of the genre of zombies and as a fan of the game. But the dialogue is some of the worst written dialogue I've ever seen in a show. Like, to the point where it's like embarrassingly bad like mm, that's not good like awkwardly bad where you're just like cringing at how bad the dialogue is like it's amazing to me that it got through like two like netflix executives and they were like yeah put this on like we're gonna put give you a budget and put this on like if i saw the script i would have said, said yeah go. exactly like if i would have saw the script for the show i would have said no that needs to go back to the writer's room and you need to Put another draft through on that. that like, shit out. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really bad, and like <clears throat> the, sh- the the games are also very very like cringy on purpose. Like it's supposed to, well, a it's like Japanese directed video games, so there's also that language barrier there. But it's just very like B movie cheese, at least in the early games. And I don't know if they were like making the show cheesy on purpose to like reference that. Like that, yeah. Yeah. But like it's it's bad, like it's just really bad. So mm, that sucks. I would I would not recommend it if you're not a fan of the video games. Um, it's only eight episodes. Eh, it's not really that scary in any way. It's not like I mean, there's some gory scenes, but it's not like I don't know. It if you like the games, you'll have some appreciation for the show. But if you don't like the games or aren't familiar with the games, I don't think anybody's going to like the show. Like mm-hmm. it's not for everybody. And it's definitely like not good television. It's, it's something to watch if you're desperate for something to watch. Right. Um, I just finished watching Jurassic world dominion. Oh, nice. <laughs> we'll talk about that next week. That's going to be next week's episode, but yes, yes. Um, to say lightly, I did not like it. Um, yeah. and then yeah, I just, yeah, at least the dino scenes were cool or eh. maybe not all of them, but some of them were cool. The best scene in the movie to me is, is, I mean, spoilers for Jurassic Park Dominion, uh, is that Raptor scene where Chris Pratt's on the motorcycle, like going through the streets mm, yeah. and the Raptors are him. Um, I think that's the coolest scene in the movie, but the rest of the movie I thought was bad to Pretty boring. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we should it talk not, next week about yeah. why we don't have a good Jurassic Park sequel too, because we have pieces of stuff. That, yeah, it's not enough. No, no, it's not. I mean, after f- five sequels, it's just 
It just, yeah. especially because like they have free reign. Like, there's nobody else making dinosaur movies. Like, it's like that. It's like somebody. It's like everyone was like, Jurassic Park claimed this prop, this territory, so we're not going to touch it. They get free reign to do anything they want, and the stuff they choose to do, you're like, why? Like, why would you do that of all things? Like, I in this one in particular, you bring everyone back. And, I, and again, I won't spoil it. But uh, we'll like, get into it. A lot of the sure. story, it's just like, what? Yeah. That's I what think we're talking about here? Nobody else is doing dinosaur movies because of how good the first Jurassic Park movie is. And yeah, I think. How do you beat that and how do you compete with it? Exactly. And then. I just think everybody's scared off because of that. But I mean, we're talking almost 30 years now. It's time for somebody else to come in and do something cool with dinosaurs. And you would think yeah. that in the age of like the nostalgic movie callbacks to like what those things that we loved to 30 years ago, 40 years ago or whatever, you would think in that in this era, somebody would have done something. Yeah. You would well, think I that think... this Jurassic world would have been that. Well, I think that's what the, what the intention was. It just I know I like Jurassic World, like the first Jurassic World movie. I think I think it's good. I don't think it's great, but I think it's yeah. the best sequel probably out of all of them. But to me, Jurassic World one is the problem with it against Jurassic Park is that it's forgettable. Like I think I've saw Jurassic World one like three times maybe, and like honestly, right off the top of my head, I like there's nothing that really stands out to me as like so good that i it stays with my memory like we'll dive into this huge next week like yeah i i have some thoughts you have some thoughts and to me it's just a movie that's totally ripe probably in like a decade for it to get the halloween treatment where they pretend none of the sequels happen and then just do a direct yeah. sequel for the first one that'd be amazing i i think that's what it needs but it's going to be really hard to do that 10 years later yes i agree with the same characters like you'd have to have a completely new cast i mean yeah uh, you know, all these original, you know, actors are all in their, you know, 50s, 60s now. So it's just, you know, it's, it's tough. They replace but... everybody except Ian Malcolm because he, because <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is just like, Ageless. man, I love yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Uh, he's one of a kind. I mean, that's for sure. Yeah, um, totally. I also watched the movie The Black Phone. Uh, it's in theaters right now. Um, I stay i did not go to theaters to see it but i i watched it um it is a pretty solid thriller slash horror film um it's based off of a joe hill book uh joe hill being stephen king's son um it's i guess it's not really a book i guess it's a short story but i haven't read the short story but um it's it's really good it's i, I enjoyed it i think it's a well done little kind of small you know not it's clearly not a huge budget horror film but it's like really enjoyable i think it's creepy at times um uh fuck what's his name uh ethan hawk isn't it oh, nice. I did. um jeremy davies from lost and i'm sure other shit uh is also in it and uh yeah just like a really solid little thriller um if you're looking for something cool to watch and feel like popping into a theater it's not a bad uh way to spend the evening you know so Nice, nice. I recommend that. And I think that's pretty much it. I gotta watch the new Bill Burr special. Came out. I have watched it yet. Oh, you know what else I watched? I watched um that new Dave Chappelle. Oh, it's like short, short. It's like it's like a he basically is like talking to like a school basically that he went yeah. to or something like that. It's, I don't know. It was okay. I didn't it wasn't watch really it. a stand-up comedy. It was more like a speech. It was there was funny parts, but like yeah, it wasn't really like a per, it wasn't like a bit thing. It was like just a conversation. So. Sure. Um, I think he was doing like something for like he was opening like an auditorium or something. Or I don't know. yeah, they wanted to, they wanted to rename it the auditorium at the school after him. And he said no, right? And he said no. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. Uh, I'll probably I probably won't listen to it or watch it, but like I love Dave Chappelle's stand up and stuff. But I mean, a commencement speech or whatever the fuck. And, I don't know. It's it's short. It's short. Yeah. I watched it assuming it was going to be a a stand up, and it wasn't. So yeah, I do want to watch that Bill Burr one though. Me too. Yeah, I need to see that. I saw him live not a few weeks ago. So yeah, yeah. Is it the same any, same set? I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure. Um, yeah. So, other than that, obviously, uh, we got to get into Miss Marvel finale. Mm -hmm. 
Miss Marvel finale. Spoilers for Miss Marvel finale. What'd you think? Marvel series as a whole. Yeah. Um, It was good. I really liked the last episode. Thought it was great. I was wondering what the hell they were going to do for an hour because they kind of wrapped everything up the week before. But um, yeah, it worked out really good. We kind of revisit damage control and then trying to kind of like go after her friends and stuff like that and find her and find Kamala. And um, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. I thought it was fun to see her get to really use her powers in a big way. Like we got to see lots of action scenes of her, you know, trying to use her powers in different ways, which was a lot of fun. Um, and then we get to see what's the kids, the guy's name. I can't remember her friend's name, but he has powers as well. And he's, yeah, she's trying to, like, stop him from, like, hurting people and stuff. And, yeah, it was it was fun. I really liked it. And I really liked Miss Marvel way more than I thought I was going to. Yeah, same. Uh, I think going into it, like we kind of talked about with last nothing. week, with low expectations made it yeah. really rise above those expectations. And yeah, I think it's yeah. actually probably my second favorite Marvel television show, I think. Same. It's up there for me. A little lower than Loki for me. I really liked Loki, but um, I think this is my second favorite one. And yeah, I agree. I, I think uh, Amon Vellani is is as fantastic as Kamala and Miss um, Marvel, and um, just extremely likable as, a, as, a, as an actress and, and mm-hmm. the story and everything involved. And I liked the historic aspects of it, and I liked. Um, I just like the storyline to it. And I think the finale had a lot of cool little action scenes where they clearly saved a lot of the budget for this episode. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, you know, fucking shooting and, and, you know, explosion type shit and going on and whatever. Yeah. And, um, and big hands and big, yeah, all her, all her uh, abilities and shit are really showing off. But, um, it had some comedy elements. It had some like, you know, heart hug moments with her dad. And like, I like that. Yeah. um, really enjoyed it like the integrated like texting and stuff it seemed like that went away for a few episodes but it seems like it's back in this one so i assume it's whoever was directing the episodes that really maybe 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 it just didn't work with the story they were telling maybe it just seemed too playful or something very edgar wright in those two in that first episode and that last episode but i don't know who directed all the i don't see here um see if it says yeah, so the first episode and the last episode were directed by Adil and Bilal. I don't know who they are, but those were the directors. And then the middle episodes were directed by different people, so hmm. um, maybe, that's maybe that's why. why. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, it, it, I, I love the show, and obviously we got to talk about the ending of, of the episode because, yeah. I mean, massive implications for the rest of the MCU. So again, spoilers yeah. for this model if you don't want to hear what happens because this is pretty huge, so... Um, then turn down for what? Every time I hear that song, it reminds me of the Houston Texans because they had a player named JJ Watt, and so anytime you hit the field, they play turn down for what? Because oh his name is Watt. So yeah, every time I hear that song, it reminds me of JJ Watt. Um, well, you're welcome. Yeah, but um, yeah. So we're finally, 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 finally getting fucking mutant. We are. And yeah, so the episode ends where uh, basically her friend had analyzed her DNA and tells her that not she's he's not necessarily sure the bangle is what's giving her powers, that she has a mutation within her DNA. And then in the background music, we hear the X-Men animated series uh, riff. Yeah, it's just kind of hidden in like the in the background music, but it's definitely there. It's not hidden, but yeah. Well, it's not, but it is. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. It's in the background. Like my my friend Chris that watched the episode didn't even hear it. Oh really? How can you Yeah. Especially if you know it. Well he does. He's a huge X-Men fan, but he really wanted it to be inhumans. And he's like really disappointed that they're not doing anything with the inhumans. And he's like, I understand I'm like one of four people that care about the inhumans, but he's like, I was really hoping that that this was like the inhumans in too. I'm pretty sure the inhumans have been around longer than the mutants have. I I think, I'm pretty sure. Like, I know the mutants have been around forever. The mutants have been yeah. around since 75. No. Yeah. Earlier than that. I don't know. But I think but, but I think Black Bolt, Medusa, and Gorgon have been around, who are in humans, have been around right. for... Yeah, like, he loved a long Black time. Bolt. I know they were, like, Jack Kirby and, like, 
Like, I know that's, they're old, old, it's old. I know that. Yeah. So. Anyway, I mean, yeah, he, he recognizes that he's a very small percentage of the fan base that wants in humans, but yeah, he was disappointed that they're going the mutant route with her rather than the inhuman route, but um, I'm stoked. I, I, I love that they're going the mutant route. I love that we're finally getting some push towards a mutant future. Um, yes. I really think that, you know, the, uh, what do you call it, the, the, the team that's hunting her in that episode. Oh, yeah, whatever they were called. I can't remember what they were called. Um, I have a feeling that they're going to evolve into some kind of mutant hunting team, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, they're setting up huge things with Ms. Mar yeah. or the Marbles as well, um, directly tying... Um, our first mutant and Kamala into Carol Danvers' story and Carol. Right. But the thing is, is you know that's how Rogue gets her powers, right? If she steals Carol Danvers' powers, so wonder if we get to see that somewhere down the line. I think that's what they'll probably be the third movie. Is my assumption with with Captain Marvel is yeah. I think the second movie is going to be her kind of taking Kamala under her, her under her wing and dealing with whatever's going on there and setting up like the mutant storyline or whatever and then i think in between the second and third movie we'll get an introduction to rogue at some point and the third movie will end with rogue zapping her powers and killing her or yeah. whatever that would be interesting that would be interesting um but yeah like I, it made me so much more excited for the future movies to come and like i mean beware out there that there's a ton of Black Panther spoilers going around yeah, right now. And lots. apparently a majority of the script has leaked, like whether it's confirmed or not, like there's a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of spoilers. I read it. Did you read it? Yeah, I read it, but I don't want to leak it now just in no, case no, no, people no, don't want it either. Yeah. I mean, it sounds interesting, but no, the idea of it sounds interesting. And I mean, I know it's gone through a ton of script revisions and stuff yeah. and like, the idea that 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 if that's true what we read then i think that's interesting and i think um it makes me very excited for the future of, of the next you know phase of the movie so mm -hmm, me too me too and then a lot i'm excited of that we're getting i'm excited that we're getting namor finally and it makes me wonder if they're gonna make namor uh, a mutant because in the marvel universe he's the first mutant yeah so my assumption is that's what it's going to start setting up and I mean, we know that Fantastic Four is coming without revealing, yep. you know, much so far that, you know, obviously, in, well, again, this is spoilers, I guess, but um, that in Doctor Strange, we get, you know, a glimpse at, at what could be Fantastic Four, but we're getting also a lot of ton of casting rumors right now that yeah. that's not the direction they're heading, so... Yep. Um, I don't know. I'm very interested. And I think, I think, uh, next week with Comic Con and everything like that, we'll get a lot of announcements. And I think we'll get Same. the casting announcement for Fantastic Four next week. I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like yeah. there's going to be a lot of casting and there's going to be a lot of information about what this phase is heading into at Comic Con yeah. next week, I think. And I think we'll get the Black Panther trailer. So I do too. Yeah, yeah. totally. Especially so, with yeah, all the links and rumors, they're going to want to yes. get that out as yeah, soon as possible. Yeah. Did you see all the leaked stuff for uh, Quantumania too? I've seen a little bit, but not. I didn't know if there's if there's newer stuff. It's like no. a full storyline, though. Yeah. Oh, really? I haven't read it. No. Mm. Looks looks good. I'm excited, man. And it's it's strange because you know we have to wait till November for Black Panther, and then I think it's February or March for Ant Man. So it's going to be like only two movies over the next you know six months. Mm. That's okay. Well, it's fine, but like we've gotten so much content in the last like three months that it's like kind of going to be a little, little bit of a downtime, you know. Well, hopefully they'll be able to like space things out now that things are moving at a more normal, consistent pace, right? I know a lot of yeah. stuff at the beginning was delayed because of COVID and yeah. So, but I have a feeling that we're going to get a Fantastic Four movie as the announcement too of it's coming like late next year because I think as of right now the last part of this phase is announced for i think july being what uh blade no blades next year blade they haven't given a, a given a date at all which i oh, wouldn't be surprised if they talk about that a little bit too but 
Yeah. The last movie, I, what is it that comes out? Oh, it's 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 the Marvels. It's July, I think, next year. Mm. That's the end of Phase Four. Well, we don't have an announcement after that, but I oh. think I think uh, Fantastic Four is supposed to be the end of this phase. Right. So I think that's going to get announced for like November next year. Mm. But I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll see. Yeah, I guess we'll yeah. see. But yeah, I'm excited about having mutants finally. I mean, for anybody who knows me knows that like, you know, I don't really do Captain America and Iron Man and the Avengers like comic book wise. Like I was never a fan of those characters. It was always yeah. X-Men for me. So it's like to finally start getting, hopefully start getting some X-Men into the MCU that the thought of that makes me pretty excited. So, and the fact that we're starting with Kamala, I think is really cool. And and I like that they flipped it from uh, an inhuman to a, a mutant, um, especially because I felt like, you know, they kind of did this thing back in 2014 or 12 or something like that, where they stopped pushing X-Men because they didn't own the movie rights and right. and, and re- basically replaced them with inhumans. Yeah. And it was just like, it was so forced. And they did this big event where like, you know, these Terrigen myths like basically unlocked inhumans and a bunch of people who like had sleeping inhuman cells or whatever. And like all of a sudden there was this huge insurgence of like new inhumans. So it's like I'm pretty happy that we're getting away from that. Well, they even I'm announced that movie. Yeah. There was supposed to be there was supposed to be that inhuman movie. That never materialized. Yeah, it's they delayed they delayed it, then they canceled it, and they turned it into a television show, and it bombed. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm happy that we're finally moving into mutant times. So it's nice to see, and uh, you know, even though Kamala in the comics was um, an Inhuman, you know, I know they were like an interview just came out with the creator of Kamala Khan, and she said that the plan was originally to make Kamala a mutant. But because Marvel Comics wasn't pushing the X Men at the time, and they were pushing the Inhumans, they figured it would work in her in their favor to have this fresh new character be an Inhuman instead of a mutant. So, yeah, no, I I dig it, and I love that the push is back on mutants now, and we can get, we can move forward with you know fucking X Men, and hopefully we get something for Gambit. Finally, it's all I want. To be honest with you, if I really got to pick with where we started, Gambit would be down the line a little bit. Because I really would I love agree. them to start with the OG5. Like, I would love to see Beast, I think they Cyclops, will. Angel, and Iceman, and Gene. I think they will because Marvel has been pretty good with, like, giving fans at least somewhat of what they want from the origins of the characters. And, like, even if it's just, like, temporary, giving them their, like, original uniforms in some way or... You know, mm. stuff like that, where there'll be callbacks definitely within the show, like, to the origins of the story. So I, I think that we'll really start with, like, Rogue, for sure, and Beast, and, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but... Yeah. I I would be fine if they sprinkled in the non-original five into other stuff. Like, I would love to see Wolverine in the MCU even before he's an X-Men, and, like, have him do an episode, a, a, a movie with Hulk or something. You know what yeah. I mean? And like that'd be pretty sick. I would love Storm to show up in Black Panther. I'd love Rogue to show up in Captain Marvel. Like yeah. you know, start putting these guys in place, and then you can do an, a movie or two with the your OG five, and maybe in the second movie you add in another one or two or something, and then yeah. you know you start breaking off the original five in movie three and start supplementing with like Wolverine and Rogue and Gambit and whoever else and Nightcrawler, you know, so. I can't wait for like to see that phase where all of a sudden we're getting a bunch of X Men movies throughout the phase. Like, yeah, oh, I cannot wait. I know that'll be nice. That'll be um, nice. all right, we're forty minutes in. We should get to look Thor. We should get to Thor. So spoilers, spoilers. For Thor, for Thor, Thor, what did you think, yeah. brother? Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. I don't understand what the fuck everyone's complaining about. But I guess you just can't make every. The thing is, is and you'll have to let me have this little quick rant here. But like, <laughs> like I get that it's okay. I don't think it's as good as Ragnarok for sure. And I do I could... get people's argument that he's kind of like dumber. But but again, like 
like what do you do with a character like Thor? Like the way I kind of think of him is like it's a lot like Superman. It's like it's pretty hard to kill. You know, he's gonna almost always have the upper hand in every fight. And it's like you have to do something to kind of like level the playing field. And like having him be kind of like a dum dum is like to me it's a yeah. lot of fun. Like it's a lot of fun. So yeah, well, I really like it. Think- I think too, like the first two movies where they they made him like a serious like fucking action hero type thing, it didn't yeah. work. It was boring. It the movie work. sucked. Boring. And yeah, you had to change it to a, a more comedic tone to make it like likable in any way. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't understand the complaints either. I, I I loved it as well. And I I think yeah, I agree. It's not as good as Ragnarok. Ragnarok is you know S tier fucking Marvel, and it's one yeah, of the best I think Marvel Ragnarok movies. Ever done. Is- I agree. I think Ragnarok is up there with some of the best. So, and it's, it'd be a very difficult movie to beat, regardless. Um, yeah, I think I if you tried to make to Ragnarok, Ragnarok again, yeah, like I think if, he, if if this movie would have been Ragnarok Part Two, I think there would have been complaints about that too. So I yeah, think I agree. Doing something different was definitely a gamble and a risk, but I think personally for me, it paid off. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Me too. Um, I think it's the best movie in Phase Four, and yeah, like I, I, I don't think the it's my time. favorite of Phase Four, but I still really liked it. I think yeah. I think my one thing that I'll side with everyone complaint wise is is like, again, like everyone's like, well, it doesn't really move his story forward, and I'm it just does. like, what's that? It does to me. Yeah, I think. Well, the, I think the way it ends. Said about how like, so a lot of the complaints I saw was that people are like. Didn't we just spend a movie about him finding himself? And then didn't we do it again in Endgame? And I'm like, is that what this is about? I didn't really think that this was about him trying to figure out his place. Like, I don't think I don't it was know. about him finding his place. I think it, it was, he knows kind of who he is now. He, he's gone through, you know, the loss of, of Endgame and that like traumatizing aspect. And he was ready to move on with his life and love. Um, and I don't know, like, I, I think this movie perfectly sets up the next iteration of Thor. Like, now we get the, the uh, you know, spoilers again. So, but now we get him to see him daddy Thor. Like, yeah, yeah. I think that's a, a definitely fun, interesting, different direction for the, the character of him and his daughter fighting alongside each other. Now, you know, does that work? And what what is the tone of the movie and everything like that? Does it go back to an action movie? Does it stay kind of comedic? Does Taika come back and direct it? Like these are all like you know up in the air questions, especially mm-hmm. with Taika taking on Star Wars. You know, does he even want to come back to do the next movie? I know there's a lot of fans out there that don't want him back to do the next movie. Yeah. Personally, I think yeah. that's insane. I think we got the two best movies in the series I by agree. Taika. So yeah, I agree. Um, to me, let him do whatever he wants at this point. But um, I think it perfectly sets up the next iteration of of what's to come. I mean, we get all the stuff with. Uh, you know, uh, Zeus and, 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 you know, in the end tag, obviously it sets up, um, Hercules, Hercules and, and mm-hmm. like, that's, that's the next big thing, obviously, is it's going to be Hercules hunting him down, him and his daughter fighting alongside each other and, and doing whatever they have to do. And, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I loved it. I, I'll never understand the complaints about the movie. I laughed the entire time. I found it utterly enjoyable. It flew Dude. by. It was a quick two hours. Yeah, um, it, it was. It's hilarious. The goats, the goats the entire time. Oh Every time God. the goats were on screen, I fucking Every, laughed. Me too. Every single time I heard the screaming goat, I was just like, like that introduction part where they bring him into the ship with the guardian ship. I was yeah. fucking dying. I was like crying laughing. I was laughing so hard. It was so funny. Yeah. And then like, I love the, like the things I loved the most about the movie were I love the goats. I loved all the scenes between Thor and Stormbreaker. Like how he would be like, looking at Molnir and then all of a sudden you just see Stormbreaker just kind of like come out of the side of the- <laughs> it's just like- every time it made me laugh too it was like the the, hey, the hey. yeah the, the girlfriend that you know was kind of annoyed that he's looking the other way at a different girl um, uh, it was yeah. so funny I loved it I, I laughed at so every time hard. yeah Korg Korg is great same. I loved Korg. It's, but it, I guess the thing is, is like I'm hearing a lot of the same complaints about the people who are saying it's too goofy and too much of just a comedy. They're like, we don't need Korg anymore. 
we don't need like like I had friends who like didn't love the Stormbreaker stuff like I mean I get that everything works differently for everybody and like comedy especially is very like yeah it's subjective subjective as hell and you know like 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 we're talking about like Bill Burr earlier like not everybody's gonna like Bill Burr Bill Burr is very you know can be overly you know offensive almost like i remember when i saw bill burr a couple weeks ago i think he was like four minutes in and he said something and i looked at my buddy andrew that i was with and i'm just like if kate was with me right now she would have got up and left it by now (laughs) that's what i mean right it's like it's not for everybody there's a lot of comedy out there and there's comedians for people that i would never understand and get and i wouldn't find funny at all like comedy is super subjective but I think there was something in this movie that was going to make you laugh. I don't care where you're from or wh- what age you are. Like, there's something in this movie that's going to make you laugh. Mm-hmm. I like Gordon's um, like recaps of like what's been happening, and like those were always funny. Like, yeah, Jane I Fonda. think kept calling Jane Foster Jane Fonda. Yeah, I think like the one thing I read, and I don't, I can't remember where I read it to point it out to anybody, but um, is this movie would have worked better if the entire thing was from Korg, like. Cord telling the story where the silliness of the movie then would have worked better because yeah, you would have Korg, think yeah. of it, think of it from the eyes of Korg. True. And that would have made the movie, I think, a little bit different and like less silly because you would have said, like, oh, some of this might not actually be happening and it's Korg like exaggerating the, the situation right. or whatever. Um, I can't remember where I read that to give credit to, but um, I that I agree with. Like, I think it would have worked better that direction, but I, I don't know. It, it Korg is hilarious. I still to me, liked so. it. Yeah, I still yep. liked it. I liked, uh, I really liked um, Christian Bale's gore. Thought he was a lot of fun and pretty interesting. And I love how they did that whole section of that fight scene in black and white. I thought that was like super cool and very different and like yep. surprising that they did that. Like, it's not like we were black and white for like a minute. We were black and white for like a whole battle scene, right? And I thought that was really yep. cool. Um, I love gore. I wish we could have got more with him. Like, I feel yep. like it would have been cool to see him, like, you know, killing, you know, like doing more killing of gods and like watching people yes. try to like, um, you know, watching totally. the people of those gods, like then, you know, flailing because their god has just been killed or slain or whatever, right? Like, it would have been cool yeah. to see more of that stuff. It um, needed another two god killings to really like, make gore more terrifying and like really understand that he's out there like butchering all these gods like i think the i think that's kind of what it was missing and like apparently this movie had like a the original cut was like six hours or something like that that they like dramatically cut it down like there's tons of footage they didn't use and tons of cameos they didn't use i heard about the cameos that got cut so yeah so like apparently he filmed like two three versions of each scene and like he, he didn't know like which one would work and which one didn't and then he said like once he got into the cutting room like there was entire sections of the movie where he's just like the day we were shooting this it was really funny and it was it worked but now watching the film like in sequence it just doesn't fit it doesn't work well, so. i can imagine that it probably eventually feels bloated especially if it's like here's another cord joke here's another yeah. screaming joke and- but i think I think it would have like if he, maybe even adding just like 20 minutes to this movie of like yeah, a couple I scenes or killing a couple more characters maybe yes, a little bit more with natalie portman um and i think it would have really like been perfect but it's cool to see darcy back again too i didn't yeah. expect that Small cameo, but Selvig too, Eric Selvig yeah too. yeah no i i i mean i love darcy and i i hope she's in more shit to come because i think she's just fucking funny in the shows yeah, she's she's in, so um and it was sad i mean like seeing the way natalie portman's arc went um it it, it it was sad and i i feel like it was like almost a little undeserving for a character like i think it would have been kind of cooler if like she was more deserving of the of the hammer and not like for basically whispered to his hammer that you know if she needs it, she can need it yeah like i'd rather it have been like no she's worthy of, of, of doing the hammer and to be honest, I, I liked that because to me, that was my, like, at the beginning of the movie, like, but when, like, I felt like at the beginning, her her story was, like, super rushed. It's just like, hey, I'm in a chemo chair, 
And then yeah. it's like, oh, now I need to get Mjolnir. And then now I'm Thor. And I'm just like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? Like, we didn't get anything. Like, it was just, it just happened. Yeah. And like, I didn't love it. But then once she explained it, I was like, oh, okay, I actually like that quite a bit better, right? Like, and even with Thor yeah. being like, I need you to protect, always protect her and like, you know, keep her yeah. safe or whatever, right? And I was just like, I love that. I love that they added that in and it makes, to me, that makes sense. That makes enough sense, you know? So I just think I also, like, oh, sorry, it, it would have been better if she was like worthy of wheeling it on her own to me. Like she's, she's good intentioned and pure of heart and like whatever in her own right that she didn't need Thor telling the hammer to protect her. She was just worthy of wielding the hammer herself. Like, I think, yeah, I don't know. but I mean, also at the same time, too, right? It's like, I feel like there's more than just a couple of people in the world that could do that. And then it's just like, now all of a sudden you have all these other people who can wield the hammer, too. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, I just look at it as like Cap was worthy. Maybe. But she I mean, was if too. you look at that, it's like, think of how many doctors there are. It's like, you know, there's thousands and thousands of doctors in the u.s maybe half of them are ass fucks and then like the other half are like good people who would do anything to save a patient and like so what are now all these thousands of doctors going to be thors too i don't know well, I'm, just, I don't, like, I, I'm not saying it has anything to do with being a doctor or anything i just think you know she's one of the you know just one of the lucky saying, ones that, like being a good person is yeah like i get it I, but like yeah yeah yeah. There's like a lot of good I, people in the world. I understand. Like to me, if they wouldn't have included that part in that scene where Thor says, "Always protect her, always make sure she's safe" or whatever. Like if they didn't include that, I would have had a massive problem with her being able to get that that hammer. See, I wouldn't have. I think it would have worked better for me, but that's fair. Yeah, because um, to me, I'm just like this isn't just like some weapon. It's like, yeah, pretty specific. I think. I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's it's kind of null and void because, you know. I mean, she's dead. So, <laughs> I mean, maybe they'll have a car- an arc in the next movie where she she escapes Valhalla, like or something like that. Like who knows? But or he rescues her from Val. I don't. I don't know. But um, yeah, I also kind of feel she's gonna stay dead. She's gonna stay gone. I kind of feel like that's the way to end the. The series, though, is like Thor dies and then meets her in Valhalla. Like, oh yeah, maybe. Um, if we see, her I can't again, see them be in that context. I think, but yeah, but yeah. I mean, to me, I think Thor five will be the last Thor movie. I can't see them doing another one after that, too. So yeah. hard to but say. I, guess. I, mean, yeah. I never thought they would get this far. So. I like Hemsworth as as so, Thor, so yeah. like the more the as long as he wants to play, me. keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, um, I don't know. I loved it. Yeah, I mean, um, even like the Zeus stuff, I thought was really funny. Like all seeing all yeah, the gods in that room, I thought mm-hmm. it just really worked. Um, yeah, I, I just, the Guardian stuff, like I thought it was like a little short, but. Um, yeah. I expected it, it to be short. I expected them to be out by the 20 minute mark. So when they played yeah. right into it. So I love that yeah. opening battle. It was fun watching all of them struggle. And then Thor is just like, I'm here. I'm going to fuck everything up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it was, it was good. And like, I mean, I love guardians. I can't wait for that third movie. So me too. I'm very excited. Yeah. I wish it kind of had like an, uh, an end arc where it set up that movie, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. I like but, the new costumes. Like I like their new yeah. costumes a lot. I thought they looked pretty good. So yeah. yeah, I I um yeah, I don't know. I don't get the hate. But I mean I guess everyone's gonna hate, right? It's like even the other day they the Hasbro Marvel Legends team showed they put up for pre order a three pack of the No Way Home Spider Man, so they made like a brand new sculpt for Toby and for Andrew, fully new sculpted bodies, all pinless and like updated articulation but they didn't give them unmasked heads like none of them have unmasked heads it's just they gave them all three sets of hands which doesn't usually happen with spider-man movie figures mm. but no i'm not and like everyone is just like ripping them to shred and i'm like are you fucking kidding like you literally just got three you know two brand new sculpts like we've had the tom holland one before but like yeah you know and then they updated the paint on tom holland stuff and they gave us all these new hands and it's like everyone they're not everybody but there's like a lot of yeah. people who are like oh typical Hasbro. i'm like dude they're giving you 
you're at, this is yeah. what you guys have been asking for and you're you get it and it's just like how there's just no pleasing people it's just like no after the other day and that i'm just like i don't understand how anyone can look at what we just got and be like oh this is horseshit like of course hasbro keeps us i'm like right. what the fuck are you talking about no, I, I mean, I agree. I, I don't think it's possible to make everybody happy on anything. Like, I think there's there's always going to be a hater of everything, and there's always going to be somebody that loves everything. The worst thing ever could for me could be the best thing ever for somebody else, and vice versa. Yeah. Like, it's just the way life is, and that's the way art is, and which makes that's it interesting, but it also makes it too right. Nerd community yeah. is very outspoken and very they're happy to tell you you're wrong just because they think you are. So. Yeah, but I think in the age of social media, it's so easy to be uh, anonymous, you know, fucking yeah. rage monster on Twitter and, and scream at a company. But, you know, in real life, these people would never be doing that to somebody's face. And, you know, nobody actually feels that way on a day-to-day -day basis. They see something and then all of a sudden they're pissed off. And so in that moment, they're saying something that they probably wouldn't say 20 minutes oh. later if they were calmed down. Sec. You can keep talking. I have to go and deal with my dog, sorry. Hang no on. worries. I do it every episode 27 times. Um, <laughs> I can hear him. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, like I said, there's no way to please everybody and um, there's going to be a fan of every movie and there's going to be a hater for every movie and every action figure and so on and so forth. So I'm happy with Thor. I, I thought it was great. And it made me very excited to see what's coming next and the next Thor movie, which I assume we'll get in phase five, but probably, I don't know. You got to assume 2025, probably 2024. I, I don't know earliest, but I, I assume 2025. Um, Depending on if Taika wants to come back or if they have to go back to find a new director or, you know, it's going to be a way. will come back. Depends what he does with Star Wars, right? Like, if he's, yeah, maybe. from the sounds of it, he's writing Star Wars script, like, currently, maybe. and then he has to get approval for it, then he's going to have to shoot it. Like, it could be, you know, a year and a half, two-year process to make this next movie, so... The thing is, is you can always drop Thor somewhere else in the meanwhile, though, right? Like, you don't need him to be, you know... Yeah, sure. You could cameo and shows it, up again in something else, yeah. like Guardians yeah. again or something. I don't know. Yeah, but, like, I mean, if the end of this phase is going to be next year, then, you know, they easily could make Phase 5, you know, 2024 through 2027 or something like that. Yeah. Like, you know, he could show up in... May 2026 for the next Thor movie and it's fine. Like it's it's yes, exactly. just movie. There's yeah, so much stuff in the realm of normal, right? So yeah, there's so many things that they're going to need sequels to, and and um, you know, if X Men starts pouring in and Fantastic Four, like their direction is going to dramatically change. So yeah, yeah, true, very true. Um, that is true. But yeah, no. But I say overall with Thor, man, like I quite liked it. That was pretty funny. I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed everybody in their roles. I liked Tessa Thompson a lot as Valkyrie. I thought she was great. Same. I really liked Korg. Again, like he just makes me laugh. I liked uh, transitioning Meek. I thought that was pretty fucking funny too. Meek was great. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, again, it also makes me think like, you know, a lot of the people being vocal about how much they dislike this movie. Like, I feel like they're also the ones who would have an issue with like Meek transitioning to being a female and like having like Korg be gay and Tessa and Valkyrie be gay and having a female Thor. It's like, I do notice that the people who are usually vocal about that stuff are also the ones who have an issue with anything. That's not a white man. Yeah. Whitewash. Fucking. Yeah. yeah. I so, agree. Totally. Yeah. I feel I, like I don't, that explains itself. Yeah. But uh, like, my argument, I mean, I you're never going to change these people's minds on those type of things, but, like, we're 29 fucking films into this fucking universe. Like, there's room for more characters and, and different outlooks on life and different backgrounds. Well, it's not in like life. you're like, losing out on any other no. content. I mean, look how much content we've gotten. That's what I mean. Like, we're, we're more movies into this fucking franchise than basically any other franchise in history. Like, yep. like just... Just let it be, man. We've gotten so much good content that, like, these are the people that are going to fucking bring this shit down and ruin it is is all this hate and fucking racism and bullshit that happens online. Like, 
If you don't like something, that's fine. You can say I don't like something, but don't, don't be a dick to people online. Yeah, it's annoying. Um, it makes the internet a less enjoyable place to be. Yeah, totally. I I don't know. I I, I totally understand going on Twitter and saying like, "Hey, I saw Thor and it wasn't for me, and this is why." And you know, I didn't find it to be what I wanted it to be. It's a criticism. It's totally fine. I just criticized mm-hmm. Jurassic Park Dominion. Like, I criticized Resident Evil. It's not a great movie. It's a great show. Yeah. But you can still be, you know, decent about it, not be an asshole. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But it is what yeah, it is. I give Thor Love and Thunder two overflowing milks of, of moose milk. <laughs> two overflowing milk. Yeah. I also give it two giant frosty glasses of moose milk with a side of bacon. Oh, I don't like bacon, but you can eat the bacon. You don't like bacon? No. I'll eat it on pizza, but that's about it. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Why wouldn't you eat it on pizza? It's the best. I mean, this if, is if, the best. if it was my choice, I would say you can save the bacon. I don't eat it, but if somebody right. ordered pizza with bacon on it, I, I'm still going to eat it. Now, if you put right. pineapple on it, I'll throw it out of my house. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I Yeah, I love it. It's my favorite movie of Phase 4. That's that's nice. my... Not I love my it. favorite of Phase 4, but I still really liked it. I think what is I Spider-Man? Think, I think Doctor Strange is my favorite, but I did like really? Spider-Man better, too. So I'd say Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Thor. But I also like Shang-Chi a lot, too, so... But yeah, I don't think Shang-Chi it's a good I, I would Thor's go still Thor, Spider-Man, Shang-Chi, I think. I'd probably say Thor is like a 7 out of 10. 7.5 out of 10, probably, for me. I think, yeah, it's I, biggest, it. I think the biggest losses for it is we have an amazing villain, and we spend not enough time getting to know why he became a villain. Like I feel like he had a cool story. It was pretty unique. And, like, I feel like it would have been way cooler if we could have seen more of him. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Especially I also like that we got Sif back, too, by the way. I thought that was cool. And that she lost yeah. her arm. But that was also very cool. No, no. I I, I, I agree. I I agree with all everything you said. And, um, yeah, it's and weird I, that Christian Bale needed more, more screen time. I mean, you don't cast Christian yeah. Bale and not use him because he's just a fucking great... Like Great all doctor. the scenes between him and Thor, especially in that black and white world where he's like jumping back and forth between Jane and Tessa, and, and I'm just like, but even him and the kids in the cage and shit. Like I, I thought he was terrifying when he's talking to the yeah. kids and just like, yeah. I don't know, I, I, I loved him. I thought he was fantastic in it. That's a thing we didn't touch on too. That final battle where Thor enchants the weapons of all the kids and turns them into Thors. Yeah, Again, I was like, this is fucking amazing. Like, what an awesome yeah, that's idea. Great. Yeah, totally. And all of those, um, all of their kids were in it, right? Like Tyka's kids are yeah. in it, and Thor's yeah. kids are in it, and Jane's kids are in it, and yeah, very cool. Yeah, no, I like, I like I like that they brought all their families in on it, and I like mm-hmm. that potentially the next film could be like Chris Hemsworth and his daughter playing in the movie. Like, yeah. I just think that that's a cool dynamic, and I agree. Um, it very much reminded me of of the God of War game. Um, Yes, you know, this movie. Too, even though I don't game, but I know what it is. So yeah, well, the the most recent game, like the whole storyline, is basically, uh, you know, a father and his son kind of going through the world and kind of finding a relationship and dealing with, you know, being a god and, and ending gods and killing gods and so on and so forth. And this this movie definitely had like elements of that, but it definitely looks like the next movie could have more elements of that. I don't want to spoil the game for people that haven't played it, but. Um, there's elements of of the game here, and you know, obviously, the game is inspired by mythology and all that kind of stuff too. So they're kind of playing off each other in a way. But right, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Anyways, it was great, and so I recommend it. And anybody that hasn't seen it, sorry we spoiled it for you, but you, you were warned. So you were warned, unless you came in in the middle, and then we spoiled it. In that case, well, it's in the title. What, what do you want me to do? Yeah, it's in the title. Read the books. Read the yeah, Jesus. Come on, dog. <laughs> Come on, dog. Um, Come on, dog. Yeah, so next week we are going to do a full breakdown on Jurassic World Dominion and our thoughts and how we would have done a sequel and what we hoped out of the future of it and everything like that, whether there is more or not. Um, 
that will be our our next week episode and then after that we don't know we'll figure yeah. it out as we go it's true it's true we'll figure it out but continuing on saturdays so remember from now on saturdays saturday but um yeah matt following um evil crickets evil crickets i don't know what that means that's easy to read names evil crickets all right. Um, if you're not following Matt, follow at Customs by Matthew and go over to his YouTube channel and subscribe because he's doing his lives every Wednesday and 9 p.m. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's doing what? Customizing this week again? Yeah, probably one more week of customizing, and then back to the shelves. Cool. So, so I'm gonna finish off the other two figures I have on my shelf on my desk right now, and then uh, and then I'll take a break and go back to finishing my shelves until they're done. Oh. So go over there and subscribe to his channel on YouTube. You can find the uh, link in his profile. You can. Um, add him on Instagram at Customs by Matthew. You can follow me at Moose Milk Media. I also have a YouTube channel you can subscribe to. And you can get the podcast in audio-only form on podcast services of your choice. Uh, the podcast art is done by at Janie Milne Art. And that's the end of this episode. We thank everybody for watching and coming into the comments and all that shit. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks for coming. Always. <laughs> see you, buddy. Okay, see ya. Bye, everyone. <laughs>